0: One, two, three, yes, wrestling, or we want to bring the love back to professional wrestling. I am the real Chris. As always, I am joined by the new Corey and the almighty Ed. How we doing, guys? Oh, man, I'm di- I'm hanging in there. Apparently out here in Chicago, uh, we're starting to experience our crazy
1: weather, so crazy weather means crazy, crazy people.
2: Crazy, come on, crazy. It, that's not the way to describe it, Corey. Let's face it, everyone in the Midwest forgets how to drive the minute some snow hits the ground. You and me were both, you know, unfortunately, uh, we'll call it Midwest blessed with having an additional hour tacked on to each of our commutes because people just forget how to drive the minute snow hits the ground. You know it's true. I know it's true. That's
1: this is my the first interest. time I think I'm not going to battle you on that because, quite honestly,
0: you're right. They don't know how to drive. Thank they you. we all... The Almighty has spoken. In case you didn't know it, this is the only episode 13 of 123 Yes Wrestling there will ever be. Ever be. Uh, we come to you every week with highlights from the week of wrestling. We have a great show for you guys this week. We have some big news stories featuring Ronda Rousey. We check in with Mr. Fitness and see what happened on this week's wwe programming then we dive into our main event as we share our royal rumble and nxt Takeover predictions as always you can join the discussion by emailing us at one two three yes wrestling at gmail.com make sure you leave your name and where you're writing from so we can give you a proper shout out we're also available on apple and google podcast services as well as spotify and Podbean. and as always are looking for those reviews how many stars do we want we want five stars five stars Five stars. Five star frog splash. <laughs> With that. That's the first time
2: you've ever actually said that, and I really thought you should have a while ago. So I'm glad you finally did it.
0: Five star frog, frog splash? Absolutely. Yeah, it seems seems like it. But you know, we were we're we're figuring out our thing here. <laughs> Uh, tsh, I lost my place. All right, let's get rolling. That's where we are. So we start the show like any proper wrestling show should with the curtain jerker. First up, we're just going to go big and go home here. Uh, Ronda Rousey is done with WWE after WrestleMania 35. This report came in this week. I read it just about everywhere. Heard it from just about everyone. I think Meltzer was the one who dropped it about Thursday. Um, so, yes. Yeah, Supposedly, now supposedly there's been some alerts popping out trying to like calm this down. But yeah, after 35, which I think... Didn't someone say that like in episode 3, 4, that Ronda Rousey might be done? Me? <laughs>
1: you, you, you're like the grand wizard of predictions there. Um, I'm, the, I'm the grand wizard of you, predictions, you, exactly. Remember that. I, I'm just surprised this is even hitting news, but I mean... You know, I mean she's she's had a, she's having a very solid year if you really look at it. So um I mean what's the the shame in this? I mean according to what I'm reading it's just, you know, about starting a family which, you know, hey, I can respect that. I'm a father myself and I believe Ronda Rossi's in her 30s, so I mean if you want to start a family, you got to do it soon. So and who I mean it doesn't mean that she can't come back. So I think, you know, let her have her good run, go away for a little bit, and, and come back. So I think in the, in the big picture of things, I think this is fine.
2: I also think this is going to be just fine. And I also think that if she is not talked to Brock Lesnar, who I would assume they've got to be on some type of uh, uh, a working relationship as far as where they both came from the UFC, there's no doubt in my mind that Vince McMahon is going to try his hardest to keep ronda rousey around even if that means that she does leave for some time maybe starts a family i feel like she could be one of the first women offered a very decent part-time schedule a lot what brock lesnar has so do i think that this report has some meat absolutely and i think to Corey's point it's kind of cool you know she wants to start a family she's had a great year a very eventful year even if this is all that she does in a wwe ring it's been a great year but do I think she's done? Not a chance. I think this is going to be a way for her to renegotiate her contract and get a part-time deal.
0: It's it's Yeah, it always seemed like this whole year was to build her up to have someone beat her, just kind of like Brock is. It's just the problem was was they've never had anybody. They kept wanting Roman Reigns to do it and never had the right time to pull the trigger. So it's like someone, it was always set up for someone to take down Brock, just like it's set for Becky to come in, Becky Charlotte to come in and knock out uh Rhonda here before she goes anywhere um and then i'm sure she'll disappear and come back i actually saw a report earlier today we're recording this on friday um that from uh think what culture wrestling put it out there and they said that it was written into her contract initially like she signed a multi-year contract and then wrote in there about having a family so i think it's a multi-year contract but then kind of like they're aware that she might disappear so i have a feeling she'll probably do the wrestlemania job and then She'll kind of move on for a little bit, and then pop back up for Survivor Series to do, four, you know, Horsewoman, Horsewoman, and stuff. So, I mean, we'll see. But I mean, if I'd like to see her stick around, it's been a hell of a year, and she's done some good stuff, and really brought a good attention to the the women, women's division, and really made the Raw division worth watching because there wasn't anything else worth watching in the Raw division, most Raw women's division, most of this year. Because, you know, that's the one that has Nia Jax And, you know And the other thing that um,
1: I started to think about When I heard about this story oh, really? was really?
0: He, he just <laughs> he, he
2: just mentioned Nia Jax And you didn't even react?
1: Oh, no, 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 <laughs> I'm going to save that for later So, um But mm-hmm. actually, the, the only thing that I found interesting About this story is just the timing of it Because of the, the Fox deal Because we know that, you know uh, WWE Smackdown is going to go to Fox In the fall, so um, you really do need to have some big names. And I would imagine Fox would really want Ronda Rousey on that show for the simple fact of they're trying to make WWE more of a sport. And obviously, Ronda Rousey, given her MMA background, would certainly give that impression. So, you know, who knows how much truth is behind, you know, the, this plan that she's done after WrestleMania or not. Uh, but either way, it's, kind of a win-win for ronda rousey because i mean you know they could throw her a really really nice uh, contract deal
0: yeah they seem to be throwing some money around trying to make sure nobody wants to go to aew and doing all that stuff so they, they got the money and they'll throw it at her um, with all those reports coming out earlier in the year about how fox wanted rousey on smackdown kind of makes it seem like her contract is longer than the year because that wouldn't even been a conversation or a report if that was the case All right, so we'll move into the second curtain jerker of the evening, uh, AEW Double or Nothing, Episode 1. So with no TV deal in sight for AEW, seems like this is how they're going to sell tickets for the Double or Nothing show here in Vegas in May. But it debuted today. They also said during that uh, footage, the video, that they had a new signee in Jungle Boy, Luke Perry's son, uh... That was that was interesting news today that came out before we went to air. Hold, hold on, hold on.
1: Real, we're going to use, Jungle we're gonna Boy. use the,
0: word, the adjective interesting. This is not eh, interesting. I was I, I was giving you guys the benefit of the doubt because I know you're like AEW. So I'm, I'm trying to like pump no. you guys up. Jungle I Boy. Even, I
2: didn't even know that Luke Perry was still a thing. I didn't even know he had a I didn't a know kid. he had a son. He does look a lot like him though. Like when I saw the picture, I was like, "Wow, it does definitely look like a Luke Perry officer. So,
1: so, so love. wait, a minute, hold on. So, so Luke Perry sent. Wait a minute. What was his his name?
2: Jungle Boy.
1: <sighs> okay. Oh my god. No, this is this is ridiculous. Jungle Boy. Be careful. You, you might, love Be it.
2: careful. You might make and, some more locks. No, mad. Cause, no,
1: because you know what the problem is here. I mean, it's, how can I take that character seriously? Hey. There oh is a guy that I, I watch at the independent wrestling show I, I attend in Crown Point, Black Label Pro, and his name is Space Monkey. Okay, Space Monkey. <laughs> can I possibly take him seriously? Do I, do, can I look at him and say, man, he is going to be the Black Label Pro champion? No! So, uh, th- this is, I don't know. I, I don't now. Jungle keep in Boy. mind, I'm, I'm going to say for the record, I've never seen any of his matches, so I don't know anything about him. He could be something phenomenal. I just right now the gimmick is what I is. I'm, I'm just not sold on it.
2: I don't know anything about Jungle Boy, so I'm not going to hate on this yet. But if there are any of our valuable listeners that know about Jungle Boy and want to give us feedback on him, by all means, please send your emails. And shade
0: to Corey as
2: usual.
1: Oh, oh! Please bring it because as soon as you bring bring whatever like positive stuff you have to say, I'm going to shot it down. So,
0: yeah, go ahead, smack it down. My biggest thing with this new story kind of comes from the idea that they're doing a double or nothing. Episode one came out today, which means. At least until May, there's no television deal in place. This is how they're going to promote this show, is with this YouTube channel. So they have no... I mean, when when do we see a, a, a television deal for AEW? Like, when... How long are they going to try to run with this? This is their first show, and they're going to run through a YouTube channel. So where's their TV deal? I'm
1: going to say that their TV deal is... I think they're in the negotiation phase, and... If the show is in May, I'm going to say that we're probably going to see uh, the the earliest episodes occur probably in March. Um, I can't imagine that they would try to go the route of doing what they did for All In. However, I'm going to say, even if they don't have the TV deal before Double or Nothing, it's going to sell out. Because you, have, I, know. you I, I know you're going to shut me down. I'll give you a chance this is going to have the all-in effect. Because remember, what promotion they do for all-in. In fact, it was just more or less the, the, the hype of it. Um I think that because this is the first, that was the reason why a lot of people attended all-in, was because it had that first feel. This is also going to have that first feel, because it's the first event of the AEW Um wrestling organization. So I think... That the, the there is no issue about is it going to sell, but I would definitely say if they don't get a TV deal and a show going by in March, they have to do one right after the double or no, double or nothing.
2: And Corey, I don't I don't really understand, man. You're looking right at me. You think I'm going to shoot you down? I'm actually going to agree with you again. I just looked at the seating capacity for the MGM Grand. Guess what? This place holds 16,800 people. Um, All In could have easily filled that and more. We all have talked about our thoughts about if it would have been really cool with the United Center. A lot of people thought it would have sold out. I'm one of them. Um, So, yeah, why would they change their marketing strategy? They were able to sell out an arena for All In using YouTube, using um, the Internet. So I feel double or nothing in its name. They're taking another bet on themselves. So, yeah, I mean, I do believe there will be a TV deal. I don't think it's happening yet, but, hey, and, they're taking a gamble, doing the exact same thing again, and I think it's going to work. And who's
1: to say that this uh, this approach, like Ed just explained, this might just be uh, a bargaining chip? Because you know they're going to release the ticket soon. So, and if it sells out, can you imagine what kind of TV negotiations you could do then? When you could say, hey... All in, sold out, 28 minutes or whatever it was, and then double or nothing, I do think it's going to sell out in a day. And then you're going to be able to go to the negotiation table and say, hey, look at this, two events, sellouts, what kind of advertising we do, pretty much on, you know, internet. So then you can get a more lucrative deal.
0: So it might be a smart strategy. The biggest question out of all this is: Will uh, one two three yes wrestling be at Double or Nothing?
1: <laughs> Wait a bit. That's in Vegas, right? Oh man!
0: Yeah. I, I maybe if we can get a lucrative
2: sponsor to sponsor the one two three yes wrestling crew, that might actually happen.
1: No. See, here is what's going to happen. Okay, all three of us going to Vegas. This is going to be like the movie The Hangover somebody's going to go missing. And I'm going to be honest.
0: And get a face tattoo. <laughs> and,
1: and I'm going to be honest. with <laughs> That was the sequel. No one talks
0: about that one. That's true. Was that the sequel? It was the sequel. And yeah,
1: and right. when I look at us three, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Who's the one that's going to go missing? It I, I, It's probably going to be me because I'm going to do some just stupid... It's, nothing, it's not going to be anything interesting. It's not like I'm going to be missing just for something really you know, really good reason. It's just going to be something retarded that causes mm-hmm. me to go missing. Then you two are going to have to and, go on an adventure and find me. And
0: we would have the adventure and forget to find you. <laughs> We'd like, oh yeah, we got to find Corey before Double or Nothing. Hey, that's our video right there. We film the whole thing. We do a hangover inspired thing. We film a bunch of shorts out there trying to find Corey before Double or Nothing. It writes itself, guys. You know what's...
2: I'm definitely game. I think it's a great idea. And especially the part where we lose Corey, and then we become a two-man pod. Wow. That sounds like heaven. You know what? Screw this.
1: It... We'll have to find yeah, Mr. I was Fitness just gonna and say... bring
0: him. He seems like he'd be no. set up for uh, no, 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 no.
1: I, I, you know what? I'm going to go start joining Mr. Fitness here. Because, you know, if you guys are going to just ditch me and go on your own adventure, you know what?
0: Screw that. I'll, I'll go handle a cocky, arrogant gym rat. Hey, you remember the last time we went to Vegas and I kept wanting adventure and you kept going, no, let's take the bus instead of run down the streets. So, you know, I mean. I was mean. being
1: considerate to the group. We were going to, what was it, the the a dinner with the the bridal party?
0: I didn't. Yeah, but the bus was I, taking forever. We needed to run it. it I would didn't have been want awesome. them to
1: wait for us. Okay.
0: Yeah, we would have beat him. You're a track star. Aren't you still on a streak?
1: Aren't oh, you on God, a running I,
0: streak? How many days has it been?
1: I think after I told you that, I think I took my first day off. I think the next day or the day after. But I'm already at 106 miles this month, so I'm doing alright.
0: Nice. Nice. Alright, and last of the Curtain Jerkers, John Cena injured... Or is this another case of just trying to sell tickets for the Royal Rumble? Um, the story here is that John Cena was announced for the Royal Rumble. He did that four-way match last week, or two weeks ago, and uh, said he injured his ankle. And then the WWE put out a story that said he aggravated it during the uh, during a workout and might not be available for the Royal Rumble. So now, John Cena it seems like he's out of the Rumble, so... Legit, or you know, was WWE they doing another bait and switch, trying to sell tickets, saying John Cena will be there, and now he won't? Dude, I,
1: I hate to say because I try, to, I I, I want to keep positive when it comes to when we talk about professional wrestling, but this is a shady move. Let's be real; those when when John Cena has a movie deal set up, y- you sign the deal in advance. It's not like he just mm-hmm. you know because right now he's he's in the process of making a movie, so he had to have signed that that deal months ago. So, you know, WWE, knowing that, it's like, ah, come on. it's uh, it, it was a ticket, like you were saying, Chris, last week, um, ticket-selling maneuver, just like what we're seeing mm-hmm. with Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. It's like you, you put that match there to tease people, but then it's like when you don't deliver on it, what message are you sending then? And I don't think it's a good one for that matter.
2: Well, I just think it's kind of silly, right? Okay. Like you bring John Cena back with his terrible haircut. And you think that's going to sell? <laughs> you think that's going to sell tickets, putting this awkward former like face of the company. And I'm sorry. It's just like, it, it was such a very uneventful couple weeks with him. I mean, he, you know, had a couple matches, had some awkward promos, put some people over, which is good. But also, then, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, he dragged a lot of talent down with these promos, and now it's like, yeah, I agree with Corey. Once again, wow, this is a really weird week. It's a, it's a ticket grab, and you know, um, I, I do think you know, there's probably going to be some people that truly maybe did want to see him, and if he doesn't show up to the event, that really is pretty, uh, pretty crappy. So, but we'll see. I still think it could be a work to John Cena uh famously was not supposed to show up at a royal rumble due to an injury and then he came in and ended up uh, i believe he won that one if i'm uh, yeah. not mistaken yeah, he I, yeah. and it, he came I mean,
0: in at like number 30 yep. and dumped a couple people out yeah. the top and yep. was gone
2: yep and i mean that was you know obviously back in the superman john cena era not the uncle rico era with his haircut <laughs> but you know we'll see what happens
0: yeah, well, they had they had this whole thing before the ratings tanked and WWE had to come out and say the McMahons were going to retake over the show that they were already in charge of, which I won't get into. But they said uh, that John Cena was just going to come back and do some house shows and he wasn't going to do any TV circuits and wasn't going to do any of that stuff. And then all of a sudden he's on Raw and SmackDown and Raw and SmackDown. So it seems like it's one of those things where they weren't planning on him being around. But needed him to be around to try to boost ratings and get people excited, so they went back to the well of John Cena, and here we are. So it seems like that's kind of what they did, kind of shady, especially since we just, like I said, talked about it a couple weeks ago that they did it with Brock and Braun. Let's sell more tickets. Uh, Last report came out said they were about twenty-five thousand tickets sold for a show that or a venue that can seat over forty. So as of right now, they seem to be really struggling to fill that field up. So we'll see what it looks like on TV, I'm excited to see what the baseball field looks like. I think that'd be kind of cool as long as they set it up fun. You know, I was I was hearing that some reports that the dugout area would be where a lot of the wrestlers in the backstage area would be. So I hope they really play on that and make it look different and not just slap their stage in front of it or. Do something along those lines. Yeah. You know, I I, I think with these big events, I think one of the things they
1: got to do is they they need to just have those big events in very obvious wrestling towns. Because I think wrestling towns, it sells. So if you go to New York, if you go to Los Angeles, if you go to Chicago, um, you know, and there's
0: plenty of others. I'm sure, you know, Dallas maybe would be a big one. Um, well, even here in San Antonio we had the rumble two years ago that I went to we had 54,000 people in the Alamo yeah. so, so I mean we got more than what that field could handle and we filled it up because that, I mean, and that was a miserable, that, that was way too many people for that building. I remember, like, I tried to go out and walk to, like, go to the bathroom or concessions, and there was just wall-to-wall people. You literally couldn't walk because there was too many people there. So I just said, screw this, and I went and sat in my seat, and I just didn't move for the five hours that the show was and just kind of hung out with the whoever was sitting around me. But that was 54,000. That seems to be more than they're going to get this year at Chase Field out in Arizona, which I think, you know, just not a big wrestling city.
2: Really wish WWE would have the, we'll say the the cojones to do like a WrestleMania at Soldier Field, or even like a Royal Rumble at Soldier Field. You know what? I get it. We're not a tropical climate, but Chicago wrestling fans are dedicated. And
0: weren't you, well, weren't you just bitching about the the no one knowing how to drive? <laughs> you know what?
2: I would take the train. I wouldn't even bother driving. And you know what? If it started snowing in the middle of WrestleMania, guess what? Put on your hoodie. Let's watch some wrestling. You know? It would be a lot of fun. I'm just well, saying. Like, I'd be just, there for just it. Just do it, It man.
1: doesn't even hurt to have WrestleMania just one month later. Have it one month later and then have it in Chicago. Fill up
0: Soldier Field. Fru- it's such a beautiful stadium. I mean, well... WrestleMania is April. I mean, they're doing it in New York this year. That's no different than Chicago, ultimately, right now. So, I mean, April's hit and miss. It's hit and miss in New York. It's hit and miss in Chicago. It's hit and miss everywhere. So, I mean, it's one of those things where an, an April evening could be 80 degrees or it could be 20 and snowing. So, it really doesn't. It's no different. Chicago would be no different. I just don't know if where they're doing it uh, in New York this year has a dome or not. Do they have a closable roof or no? Uh in New York, yeah. So if they have a closable roof, then that might be why that makes more sense for them to want to go there where Soldier Fields wide open. So I mean you're just you're in it. Snow would be a rough if they're decided to be a blizzard that'd be but a rough. What a turnaround. visual.
2: What a visual that would be, man. Like to have snow coming down. Like maybe the Undertaker comes back for one last match. Like, just, it looks like ash coming all around him. That would be so cool. I'm sorry. You could put some heaters on the ring so the wrestlers are comfortable. They could make it work. I'm just saying.
1: It's just, I mean, the the one thing that I just feel like that we're missing out on is, you know, and all three, you know, and both of you can agree with me on this. It's just, there's something about Chicago fans and just how we respond to the product. I mean, you know, a lot of wrestlers have admitted on record and said that the Allstate Arena is one of their favorite arenas in the world to perform. Now, I know part of that's because of the uh, the acoustics and, and the way the sound is, but the reason why the sound is so great is because the fans are reacting. We're very vocal fans, and, um, you know, obviously we've had a couple WrestleManias, and you know, even though that was at the All State Arena, much smaller venue compared to what WrestleMania is now, it's just I, I really wish we could I know Soldier Field will never get a don't you know, like a, a cover to it, but it's just man, a Chicago WrestleMania at a big football stadium, I, I really think we could compete in terms of making it just such a big event.
0: That would be awesome. I would be there in a heartbeat with my layers ready to go. Well, now I think it's time for the mid-card wrap-up, which starts every week with Mr. Fitness's sits and fits of the week.
1: Holy Lord, gem rats! I can't believe what I just heard. I mean, good Lord, we're talking about these three idiots going to Vegas, really? What a joke! All three of them would get lost on accident. Hello, wannabe gym rats. Mr. Fitness here for the weekly sits and fits. The planet's champion has spoken. Yes, I said it. The planet's champion has spoken. Yes, Vince, I said it. That's right. The new Daniel Bryan is the planet's voice. And I, for one, couldn't be more excited. I say, let's uh, start by getting this man a globe Belt, Yes, that, I said that right. A globe belt with the actual Earth on his waist because he's the planet's champion. Then, let's start the campaign. We can ban Twinkies. That'll upset Ed. And let's make exercise mandatory for all the fat Morlocks out there. Would someone please explain the match rules for the Finn Balor versus Braun Strowman match? Let's see, Brock suplexes Balor outside the ring equals no DQ. Brock F5's Balor inside the ring, it's a DQ. It makes absolutely no sense. Way to go, Heaven Machinery. You are officially the Bushwhackers of WWE. And who do you face in your debut match? The Ascension? Do I really need to say more? The goddess of WWE is back. Thank God. Alexa Bliss stood on her chair and stared at down at all the women of Raw. Hey, she's five foot one. She can't see all of them. Give her a break. <laughs> and officially entered the Royal Rumble. Well, ladies, you all have been demoted. So get yourself ready. If you ain't loving Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, you need to go with Crystal Las Vegas and get yourself lost because you guys are a bunch of idiots. Those two are clearly putting on WrestleMania main events for the last couple weeks. I, for one, am on their bandwagon. They need to keep this stuff going. Now, when it comes to predictions, Royal Rumble predictions, well, here's Mr. Fitness's prediction. Hopefully Ed doesn't eat too much junk while watching the Royal Rumble. And hopefully Chris, while he's watching the Royal Rumble, isn't thinking about his movie Babble review. It'd be nice if he'd actually talk positively about a movie for once. For the women's Royal Rumble match, I gotta go with the man. Because let's face it, wait a minute, is Becky Lynch in the match? Of course not. That wouldn't make any sense. So I'm gonna go with the winner of the match is going to be... Uh, Charlotte Flair. Because you know what? Let's face it. We all know what the WrestleMania main event's gonna be. Whether the fans want it or not. In the men's Royal Rumble, let's face it. There's only one that they really should go with. And that should be Seth Rollins. Because he's the only one that's consistently being the best wrestler every week. This is Mr. Fitness's Sits and Fits. Reminding you, don't sit. Just stay
0: fit. All right. Thank you, Mr. Fitness, for the enlightenment bashing of my uh, chosen profession and and Ed's dietary Well, the
2: good news is that Twinkies, you know, once were off the market and now are back on the market, so they're not going anywhere. And yeah, the Royal Rumble is going to be filled with junk food. It is... One of my favorite pay-per-views, so there will be a cornucopia of pizza and wings
0: in my basement, ready for consumption. I'm excited. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I always remember our buddy Jeff. He always used to have a, a big jug of Skittles. Man, that was the best part of watching uh, pay-per-views yeah. at his house, was he would have all those Skittles and Wild Cherry yeah. Pepsi. The only place I ever went that had Wild Cherry Pepsi outside of uh, our but- Peter's, Peter's house, yeah. house. He used to always have Wild Cherry <laughs> Pepsi, too. And it was the only two people I ever known that purchased Wild Cherry Pepsi, like to have at their house, and then have a bunch of Skittles, and would sit there and be like, "Here you go, Chris," and he'd give me a giant bowl of Skittles, and I would just munch on that all night and watch wrestling pay per views, and we just make fun of it. That was good stuff. Most of those jokes were all about Jeff randomly appearing during the <laughs> Royal Rumble. Who's gonna be next out? It's gonna be Jeff. And he we'd always make jokes about how he'd he'd like run out of the room, I gotta go to the bathroom, guys, and then he'd come out at the rumble. And actually, and just a little side note on that, it's like I'm actually
1: working on trying to I should be going over to Ed's house to watch the Royal Rumble because Ed invited me and and even though I gotta work the next night I'm like, uh maybe I should just go ahead and try to do this. In fact, Ed, I, I haven't officially said this to him, but he's gonna hear it now. Um I'll probably be able to get my wife and my son to come That's for awesome. the earlier, portion, for That's the earlier awesome. portion of the show. Cool. So then you can kind of – I know Ed will get a kick out of uh, Jake, my son, um, the, the way he reacts to certain wrestlers and stuff. So he'll be there for probably the earlier portion of the show. So, so I'm on. looking forward to it because it's, it's been a while since uh, Ed and I have uh, uh, partaked in a pay-per-view
0: at a home. So looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely we're going to start this week's mid-card wrap-up with a listener message that I got from John out in Oklahoma. Wow. He asked us, in the age of internet porn, who are the racier women's segments even for? So this had to do with our comments and our discussions last week about brawn panty matches for the WrestleMania main event. and. Um, so who are these segments for? In the Attitude Era, it wasn't nearly as easy to find the type of content that is available today with the internet. So what is the point of doing racier segments in today's very porn-centric well, I'm internet? Gonna, I, I'm going I'm to start with <laughs> one thing.
2: Listen, I was around during the 56K modems, and I got my porn. So I don't know what he's talking about, accessibility. I found a way. I'm just saying.
0: But... Oh see i needed i needed sable well hey i might
2: as (laughs) as well just say the story you know i'm I'm a 32 year old man and uh i had a father who uh cared deeply for his son and back in the uh summer of uh, 98 when that playboy hit uh nothing more did i want than that playboy magazine with sable and uh you know to my dad's credit he handed me that magazine. He said, son, do with this what you will, and uh, thank you, Sable, for uh, making me a man. <laughs> so uh, to back to the reader's you know, question, though, I, I kind of a little bit agree with them. You know, it is accessible, but uh, I would say I think it's, uh, like we talked about last week, it's a way to try to get some uh, viewers and try to push the envelope again and see what happens. Do I agree with it? Not really, but if they're going to do it, they're going to do it.
1: Hold on. First off, shame on this Oklahoma native for having difficulty getting porn back in the the late 90s. I mean, good lord. I'm going to have to agree with that. This is a weird episode, Ed. We are like starting to agree more and more during this episode. So, no. I remember getting porn multiple ways. I mean, good lord. I stole my parents' porn because I found out where they stashed it. Nice. Hey, it works. And, yes, I did have the Sable
0: uh, Playboy, so, you know, touche to that. Um, Oh, yeah. I still have that, but I'm going to side with John on this because outside of squiggly lines on the Spice channel, it it was about, you know, what can I do? So Sable walking around with handprints on her breasts... That's going to work better than a squiggly line. So I, you know, you got to you got to do what you got to do, and you know what what we each have to do to become a man is what we got to do. But I mean, it's it's one of those things. Now it could just come down to kids nowadays. Do you know? I mean, like young men, if this is the kind of content that they're looking for for that. But I mean, when I hear news reports that parents need to look out for apps that contain porn, but they're hidden as chat apps or hidden as games, it seems like did nobody really needs this kind of content from professional wrestling and having you know alexa bliss's bare back on tv so it's just kind of a weird weird thing and i agree with him is it's just like who is this for i can't imagine it being for the the pre or the teenage boys like like me you guys found your porn where you needed it but You know, I mean, it's, (laughs) his head's just shaking his head, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I was good. And I I also have the Sable Playboy sitting up here on my shelf right next to the China. Hold on, so (laughs) listeners,
1: just bear with Chris as he's expressing his frustration over, you know, the Spice Channel squiggly lines. Keep in mind, keep in mind you're listening to a guy who borrowed a copy of my 1997, what was it, King of the Ring? And co- yeah, and, 1997 and coinci- King of
0: the Ring, best pay per view ever. And the reason
1: why he's saying that is because I recorded that for him on VHS, old school people, you'll know what I mean. And apparently, it continued to record, and apparently, whoever was done watching King of the Ring switched over to another channel, which you know was uh, displaying some uh, adult content, if you will. <laughs> And uh, we're not going to say who that person was that switched over to the channel. You're listening to him. And uh, so when Chris realized, and I'm a little curious about why Chris was watching King of the Ring beyond when it ended, but apparently uh, Chris uh, enjoyed what was on after
0: (laughs) the King of the Ring on my copy.
2: You lucky lucky
0: dog. You know, it was... All of a sudden, you're just watching King of the Ring, and the tape ends, and you know, in VHS days, you would just let the tape keep going. The tape would, you're doing something else, or you're doing whatever, and then all of a sudden, you are you hear from the other room, or you hear something, you hear that saxophone tune up, and you're like, that sounds like an, a, a saxophone <laughs> that I could have some fun with. And next thing you know, you walk into the room, and you see... You know, what you see, and I'm not going to, like I said, divulge on those things. That tape got shared around quite a, quite a bit, and quite a bit. And there were some other stories of Corey's <laughs> denial of who uh, who recorded that and who now, he blamed hold on. Now, hold on. To make this story
1: even more interesting, because, you know, I'm 36, so I'm not going to take no shame at it at this point. You know, it's like, obviously, <laughs> that was connected to me. But Chris was just telling me the other day he, he had thoughts that it was
0: my grandfather <laughs> that... That was what he told <laughs> yeah. us. He told us his grandfather must have been watching oh, that, it. And we're did like, I yeah, that? right. That was you. Oh, that,
1: that must have been my teen, teenage uh, denial years. You know, the shame of oh, me God. watching porn, and I didn't want my friends to know.
2: That was a long time ago. You had hair back then.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of hair, and I probably spiked it and I think bleached
0: it blonde. And the tips, the, the oh. blonde tips, the bleach yeah, tips, the, the boy yeah. band tips. Hey, is man, what late it was. 90s, that was a thing, man. It it was a thing. It was a thing. Well, we want to thank John for writing in. That led us way down a path that we're probably going to regret that I'm going to put out onto the internet for everyone to hear. (laughs) Anyway, but that's going to segue us into, as Mr. Fitness said, Alexa Bliss announcing her in ring return at the Royal Rumble. We haven't seen her fight since Helena Cell last year against Ronda Rousey, outside of a couple house show matches, I believe she did. So, Ron, or Alexa Bliss is back at the Royal Rumble. Hopefully, she doesn't get no, hurt. This
2: is a really good thing. Like, and you really, uh, you really realize how much you missed her. Uh, like, you know, not only on the mic but in the ring. I mean, she's probably been one of the best NXT call ups I think of the last couple of years. Uh, especially from a shock value because of what she really didn't do much in NXT, but she has really taken the ball and ran with it. And, uh, yeah, I really hope, uh, you know, she uh, uh, has a good return. Uh, I think, uh, you know, she'll be a lot safer in the ring, hopefully. And, you know, I mean, granted, these things happen, um, but it's just exciting that, uh, you know, she's going to be back because the division definitely needs her around.
1: Well, and the thing that I'm kind of curious about is this is a very interesting situation because now she's coming back and you got Charlotte Flair still maintaining her status. Um, and then you got Ronda Rousey, who since she's coming to WWE has maintained a top status. you know, And then we got the, the unpredicted one, Becky Lynch, that's got a top status. So now it's a question of where does Alexa Bliss fall in? Because it's like, as soon as she announced it, it's like I instantly wanted to get excited and say, oh, she's going to win the Rumble. But man, this is, I I hope it doesn't turn into like a Finn Balor effect when Finn Balor came back from injury and it was almost like he was irrelevant, you know, until just recently. So I would just like to see, you know, where does she fit? (laughs)
0: Yeah, but we'll have to we'll have to see, and of course, you know, as we li- run into WrestleMania, I really think the women, especially the women's division, more than anybody else, is really due for a shakeup. So I know I'm kind of excited to see where kind of some of these things fall as we hit the Rumble. Who goes where? Who does what? We hit WrestleMania, and we do that whole shakeup the night after or around that time. Um, I'm really excited to see, because I'd like to almost see her go back over to SmackDown and really compete, as as I've been very vocal of here on this show. You know, the SmackDown women, those, those are where the wrestlers are. You know, Raw kind of has what it has, and that's kind of it. And it's kind of a shame that that's where Ronda Rousey is, because I'd want to see her fighting a lot of the people on SmackDown and don't have a lot of interest with her and who she's working with on Raw. And it would be nice, you know, same with almost Alexa Bliss, you know, it's like you kind of put the women that are there just to be there on one show, and you have them wrestle, kind of what stinks about a brand split, but kind of curious to see where she goes, and hopefully she does get something out of it. Yeah. And I know Ed brought up the tag team situation on both shows. He had seemed like he had some thoughts and some concerns about how these tag teams are being handled. Well, so I'm going to let uh, him it run. It really
2: starts with a report that was circulating around the internet this week that the revival um, is going to be receiving a renewed push because of their interest in getting released. So I know we touched on this uh, in a you know a previous week's episode, but this really upset me because if it's true. Um, that means that we're now going to start just, you know, listening to people complain and then they're going to get what they want. And, um, part of me really doubts that this is actually the truth, but it really was frustrating for things we talked about in previous episodes. Um, because I just don't really feel the revival has much to really be that frustrated about at this point, considering, uh, their injury status over the last year. Um, you know, I get it, but, uh, That's part one. Part two is, though, of these reports is that WWE is going to have a renewed focus on tag teams. Um, So there was a lot of just talk on the Internet this week about WWE and tag teams. And my thoughts are this, like, either do it or don't. Like, I really don't feel we've had a good grasp on tag team wrestling now for almost 20 years. I'm going back to Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardys. That was the last time, in my opinion, I remember tag team wrestling being done in the WWE with the respect it can be done with. Where they're stealing the shows a lot of times, main eventing pay per views, good storylines being developed. You can have uh, peaks of greatness. I would say the New Day have been, you know, very much a shining group in the last few years. But you know, even them, are we really getting the most out of how you know this, how big this group is? And, you know, could we have put them up against, you know, groups like the Shield if they kept them together longer? And even the Wyatts, could we have gotten more out of these three-man teams? So, I mean, my thing is this. You got the WWE Women's Tag Team uh, title being, you know, released here soon. I think it is a great opportunity to start caring about tag team wrestling again. But that means they've got to actually care about them, give them some good storylines, give them some good matches. And, you know really build up these teams again or come up with some new teams that make sense um, I still don't understand why Chad Gable and Bobby Roode are in a tag team I think they both are great wrestlers and I do not think they need to be in a tag team I do not understand um, you know why we have two guys like for example Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins okay that was an aha moment on Smackdown like alright you got these two guys that are both pretty good and they were former tag team champions let's put them back together again because they actually did work as a tag team but there's a lot of these combinations out there on this roster if you really think about it and meanwhile you're just putting all these other people that have no chemistry together together and that's you know that's kind of my you know frustration is like if we're going to do this let's go all in again
0: so i agree with You to a point, but at the same time, I really feel like that they are doing that. I think, I think a lot of the revival stuff that came out in the last couple weeks about them wanting to go to AEW and ask for the lease is bullshit. Um, because you look at that whole segment they did with Vince McMahon and every single person that was reported in the past 2 weeks of wanting to go to AEW which was the report of they asked for their release or they want to go Zack Ryder wants to go to AEW Kurt Hawkins want to go to AEW the Revival want to go to AEW all of them were in a segment with Vince McMahon So, I mean, it really almost seemed like they were making a mockery of that idea. So, I really seemed like, you know, whether or not they forced them, you know, to do that. But it just seemed like a type of segment that was really almost making fun of this whole AEW and all of these people. That was at least how I read it. It kind of made me chuckle. But it was, you know, turning some of these tag teams, I really think they are wanting to do that. I agree with, like, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. And you know what? They're both great wrestlers. You put them together as a team, that's fine. But you need to do something with them that makes them a team. So you need to do like they put Sheamus and Cesaro together. Well, they made them the bar. They were a team. They had a name. They worked together. At this point, if you're really, especially if you're going to get a team to a point where you're going to give them a tag team championship run like Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, as far as I'm aware, they're still tag team champions, right? Yeah. Uh. They should have a name. They should have some kind of gimmick that puts them together. Um, I didn't see the Heavy Machinery thing because that got cut out of the Hulu cut, so I don't know anything about that. Um, I heard a report that Vince McMahon loves Otis, which makes sense, and seems like that'll be what they do with it, and that means they'll get a push and they'll get their thing, and that's awesome for them. But, I mean, I like the putting you know, Zack Ryder and... Kurt Hawkins together. Let them do something. Let them become a team again. They were the edge heads back in the day doing their thing let them you know do something zach Ryder wasn't on raw for what 2018 the entirety of the year so he's been on raw a couple times put him in a tag team with zach Ryder. let them do their thing you know as long as like i said like you said in which i do agree with you need to give them stories you need to give the tag team division attention that it needs and where it needs to go and what it needs to do i think you know yeah 20 years ago they had the dudley boys they had edge and christian they had the hardys but that was it And they would just throw those people in very random matches all over the place because they do it. We have better teams now. We have more teams that are better teams, and they need to do something with them. What's been proven is, like, the last couple years, we've watched matches with the Usos and the Bar and New Day. I mean, New Day and the Usos had that Hell in a Cell match in 2017, I think it was. That was amazing. I watched that not too long ago when I was getting ready to go to Hell in a Cell last year already. That match was ridiculous. The things that they did in those tag team elimination chamber matches and stuff, they're, they're phenomenal matches. And no matter how many times we complain about seeing the bar in the New Day or the Usa's New Day, all those matches deliver. It's just a matter of they don't have a story anymore. And they need to be able to take your people. And it's okay to have people feuding for the belts and people feuding just a feud. And if they need to get back to that is the only part of the attitude area I want to come back is storylines. I want these tag teams to ha- be able to have a feud and want to fight each other just for the sake of fighting because they did this or had this problem or did that. And that's my tag team rant because I think I went on to No, that. <laughs>
1: and and then I'm just going to add, I mean it's like historically and it's it's been well known that Vince McMahon's never been a tag team guy. So, and a lot of it's just economic reasons because when you do when you put a tag team match on a pay-per-view, you know, instead of paying two people, you got to pay four. Um, and when the Dudleys, Edge and Christian and the Hardys came along, I really think that was just a strike of luck. And it was really those guys that made it a big deal. It, there, there was no way Vince was going to, or anticipated that those guys were going to make the tag team division a big deal. Um, and what we're having today is, you know, it's like, there's just a lot of talent out there. There's only so much TV time. I know that sounds crazy for me to say, given that Raw is three hours. But there's only so much TV time. There's a lot of talent that they have. And let's face it. I mean, the New Day, the Bar, the Usos, I mean, I agree with Chris. It's like they are top of the tag team division. And it's simply because they are consistent with their match delivery. So, and honestly, outside of those three, everyone else is far down below. So it's like we keep seeing this repeat of matches between these three, and I honestly think it's just because these other guys are not meeting the expectations of maybe Vince McMahon, maybe, you know, the the, the higher-ups, the management. And so this is really going to be a combination of, like Chris is saying, let's, you know, get some guys together, make them seem like an actual tag team versus, like, a Root and Gable that just seems like it's a a ridiculous mashup that doesn't belong Um, and give them storylines but at the same time these guys need to wrestle as a tag team and that's the thing that's the reason why I don't like Root and Gable is that they don't wrestle like a tag team Usos wrestle like a tag team The New Day wrestles like a tag team even The Bar which by the way at the beginning I was not sold on them but now I am because they figured out how to wrestle as a tag team versus two individuals. I mean, I think now people probably forget that they had a singles run, the the bar I'm referring to.
0: Yeah, I'll always remember Sheamus' single run because I still remember the first time he won the WWE title from John Cena at that TLC pay-per-view, and it just came out of nowhere. And you're just like, wait, yeah. what did he just do? But that's just me. That's one of those things that sticks out in my head. One of the biggest things that they really need to do is with when you do a brand split, the tag team shouldn't be split. The tag teams and the women shouldn't be split because they're limited rosters. And when you split those rosters up with the people, you have less to work with. So when you only have a couple – if you have eight tag teams, you put four and four – You run into problems. The same thing with the women. You have so many strong women and so many women that are just kind of there. So you have a whole bunch that are like the Iconics that are there for comic relief or that. And then you have the ones that can actually go. And then you have the ones that are there to job to the ones. You know, the Alicia Foxes and stuff like that. You know, Alicia Fox does a northern light suplex that scares the crap out of me every time she does it because I think she's going to drop someone on their head. So it's just one of those things where you know you need to combine some of these things on some of these divisions or some of these brands just to be able to make them stronger. If the t- if all of the tag teams were on SmackDown and all of the women were on Raw, they would both be stronger divisions. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at. I, I want to move ahead and I
1: actually want to hit a particular yeah, topic. Keep on going. Uh, I think we're going to scratch one of them. Um, I really want to talk about this Mysterio and Andrade uh, series of matches because. Uh, my God, and I I don't hear enough buzz on the internet about this, but good God, are these two just good. And I really hope that Andrade gets the push that he deserves, because quite honestly, I mean, good Lord, if you do not see the talent that that guy has, then you don't know anything about wrestling. And the fact that Mysterio came back, and a lot of people get very critical of guys that are older and more veterans that come back, you know, because usually they lose a step or two. But good lord, even for his age and all the years that he's put in and his knee problems, Mysterio is really just a, such a talented performer. I just hope fans really come to appreciate him. I mean, because he really deserves to be on that list of one of the best of all time.
2: Yeah, I think Andrade is en route to having a very good 2019 already. Um, Zelina Vega and him did something very uh, surprising for me in NXT, which was they were able to flip the script on his whole career down there almost in like a couple weeks. Like, she came up, she like took him, you know, as a manager, and they, and they just like just killed it. Like, they had great matches. And i I put them together because they are a unit like she is just as important to what he's been doing as a character as he is to what he's doing in the ring so they they really have like created something really special here and um to what I've heard Vince is a big fan of Andrade he thinks he's got a good look he's obviously good in the ring so I think uh if he you know these matches like to Corey's point are amazing um I've been very entertained by him the last couple of weeks and for me this is like what mysterio should be doing like partnering up with young talent to have some great matches at this point i think randy orton should be doing the same thing as well um it's it's a good thing for all of the uh, all parties they have a great match we appreciate what they're doing for the younger talent everybody's happy so uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun for him this year
0: yeah, it was good stuff. It's my only my only thing is just that they're doing them on SmackDown and not at pay-per-views. You know, I mean, these guys could have tore a house down at WrestleMania. They could tear it down at here at the Rumble. Give them an audience, give them some people, and give them a platform to really show. You know, there's a lot of people who are going to watch the Rumble but aren't going to watch SmackDown. And I really wish they'd get the opportunity on a bigger stage to really go at it. Hopefully, they're like one and two in the Rumble, and they give them five ten minutes in the beginning of the Rumble to just rip through it and uh and uh see what they can do and what they can what they can show the world what they can do. Smackdown's not always the biggest platform to do it especially with all the commercial breaks yeah. and all that stuff. But yeah, those have been phenomenal matches that that step up to the second to third rope powerbomb that Andrade wow. did oh, this God. week was insane. Yeah. I've never seen that before <laughs> and like I said, the Canadian Destroyers and the Hurricane Radas I mean just like I said, the stuff that they're doing is awesome. And uh, I know a couple weeks ago they did that whole thing where he had Ray on his shoulders And they did a full 360 out of the ring And he kept him on there and flipped him around and power bombed him on the floor So feel bad for Ray because he's taking some big hits But he seems to be holding in there But yeah, that's been the highlight of wrestling the past couple weeks okay.
1: Alright, so I'm taking over now because the teacher's here So Take over, we're going to move into the main event Because I'm all about time so, we're going to take this moment to go into our Royal Rumble predictions. Because, really, that's the big show of the weekend.
2: Not, not, so, not, not the big well, show. Uh, no.
1: It's it's <laughs> the big show. Okay, this is my favorite pay-per-view. Don't no. ruin this for me, Ed.
2: Not Paul okay? White. Okay? Not Paul White.
1: So... This is this is the one pay-per-view where, and I'm going to go ahead and say my tradition, this is where when the rumble starts, I actually have a notebook and I literally write down the order of all the wrestlers when they come out and then I keep track of when they get eliminated and who eliminate them. And I do this all by notebook and pen because I'm old school. I don't need a tablet. And yeah, I've been doing this for quite a few years. Chris knows, I, I don't think I've missed a year yet in a long time
0: yeah we used to do it and i know we used to always stick them would always pull out the paper and would stick it in the vhs tape sleeve so when you would go to watch that rumble the little piece of paper would fall out and you'd look through (laughs) it yeah and it's uh, just fun i mean i kept track of them when i went to the rumble a couple years ago i took pictures of every entry so i could do a picture oh that's cool of who of all the orders in which they came out for the 2016 Rumble, I think it was or 2017 yeah. Rumble, um, and I was I I, I was, was yeah, it's it's always a I fun was thing. Super
1: jealous of you. I'm not going to lie. I was so mad when I found out that they were having Rumble there before uh, Chicago got it.
0: It seems like Rumble they're going for the bigger places, and unless they're going to do it at Soldier Field, Chicago is not going to it. Well, them, I, I hope think.
1: Survivor Series is a success, is a success so that it could possibly lead to a,
0: a Rumble eventually. Yeah, I, I imagine Survivor Series would be a, a a big thing. But we'll start with the kickoff show for the Royal Rumble. They have the Cruiserweight title, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa, Kalisto, and Hideo Itami for the Cruiserweight title in a four-way match, which I'm sure will be ridiculous. <laughs> I, I
1: I don't know if Go anyone... ahead, Ed, if you want to speak. I don't watch 205 Live enough, so it's like I'm not invested in this.
2: I'm going to go with uh, Hideo Itami. Um, He's had uh, a good run in 205 Live. Um, He's getting a lot of good feedback. Uh, I believe uh, someone said that he is just plain out dangerous right now. So I'm going to go with Hideo Itami to dethrone Buddy Murphy.
1: I am going to challenge Ed, and I'm going to say that Buddy Murphy is going to keep it. Uh, right now I think he's uh a good fit as champion. Uh, he's got a good look. And uh even though I don't watch the project as much, it's like I know
0: he's a he he's a good worker, so I'm gonna go with Buddy Murphy. And I'm gonna agree with that. I think Buddy Murphy's gonna keep it for right now. You mean Corey?
2: Um You said you would agree what did I say? with me. And if you agree with me, you're going uh, with you with Tom. Well
0: I'm gonna agree with I'm going to agree with Corey, and I think Buddy Murphy's going to keep it. It bothers him uh, that he's, he's agreeing with well. me. That's why he won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> and also on the kickoff show, unfortunately, is Nakam- Nakamura and Rusev for the U.S. title on the kickoff show. There's no debate. That's going to stay up with Rusev. Nakamura was so irrelevant as U.S. champ,
1: so there's no debate. Rusev.
2: Yes, I am also going to say that Rusev will be retaining the United States title.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, I, this feud I haven't really seen much of it, or they don't seem to be doing much. And I'm sure it'll be an awesome match, especially being on the kickoff show. Usually, people on the kickoff show always want to really step it up to prove why they're not why they're there. Um, so I feel Rusev should keep it. Should be a good match, like all of their other matches. Um, then when we get into the main show, we have the Bar versus Miz and Shane for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships.
1: I think it's time to finally uh, push this, so I'm going to go with uh, Miz and Shane. I think this is the uh, the, the big thing that we are that they've been building towards.
2: So I'm on the fence, but I'm going to lean towards the Bar. That'll be my official selection, and it's only because. There's a part of me that still wants The Miz to do something on his own at WrestleMania, and I would think of nothing better than to create a uh, super babyface Miz than have uh, Shane McMahon somehow screw The Miz um, out of uh, his tag team championship opportunity. So I'm going to go with the bar via
0: shenanigans. See, I'm going to do the bar via shenanigans, but the opposite is I think The Miz is going to attack Shane. I think The Miz is going to be mad. I was watching SmackDown this week and it popped in my head that The Miz is going to be like, you took the crown jewel, the best in the world tournament, from him. And he's. this has all been a ploy to get back at Shane for stepping in and taking that trophy and I have a feeling like Miz is going to step in and I think he's going to blow it and beat up Shane and they'll fight at Mania. Because I feel like this is only leading to the Miz and Shane fighting at Mania. And I think it's going to be shenanigans but I think it's going to be because of Miz and he's going to go his... Uh, I think he's going to go heel. I think this is the end of his potential phase. So I think the bar is going to keep it due to Miz's So we need to put a
2: half point so if, any, if either of us are right... Then there, and we have, and we get also a turn right. We get a half a point. Let's put that down.
1: What? Whoa, 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 wait, yeah, I'm, I'm wait! Gonna put input. Hey, it's no, not my fault. On. You're not
2: creative enough whoa. to think about this, Corey.
1: <laughs> hold on. Why are we adding these these imaginary points here? Okay, it's like it's either your prediction wins or it doesn't. So quit trying.
0: Well, the last prediction, Corey, you got like three right. So you know you got to show us what I'm you got. You guys first. this year. I know I am. <laughs> All right, and we got Asuka versus Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Tag Team, or (laughs) Jesus, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Ed, do you want to take this one?
2: Yeah, uh, I actually do think that Asuka is going to retain. Um, And the reason why is I think you have to separate Asuka from Becky to get Becky hopefully still involved in the main event scene at Mania. So I am going to say Asuka wins this.
1: Yeah, I'm unfortunately going to agree with Ed. Um, I think Asuka's going to win, because obviously Becky's got to get back on to the the focus of Robert Rousey. I'm not a fan of Asuka's champion, but... The way with everything, you know, with Becky Lynch, I everyone kind of sees where it's going. So, Asuka.
0: Yeah, I think you got to go with Asuka and just assume there'll be some kind of shenanigans so Becky won't lose clean, but she'll, you know, end up, lose, you know, disqualification, whether it's another Ronda Rousey, whether it's a Charlotte. Charlotte can't seem to stay away. So I have a feeling that that's where they're could headed. Be good, it, it could um, be a good opportunity then, to
2: turn Asuka heel. She started going heel at the end of her NXT run, and it was really fun. So maybe that's where we're going here with this too. So that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. And then we got Rousey and Banks. Ronda Rousey versus Sha- Sasha Banks.
2: Um, uh, uh, Yeah, there's, yeah. There, really there's no debate here. Poor Sasha. Poor Sasha. She'll be fed (laughs) to the Rousey machine, and Ronda Rousey is going to...
1: Yeah, the day they give Sasha another push, yeah, that ain't happening anytime soon. So, Ronda Rousey all day.
0: Do I think the
2: match may be good? Maybe. But I think it will obviously go to Ronda Rousey.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a good match. Um, There's part of me. Or even earlier today, I was really thinking about this, and I was like, maybe I, I was like writing the scenario in my head where Banks was going to win. But then I was like, I don't see. I don't see them giving Ronda's first loss away at the Rumble when we're this close to Mania. It's just you're heading for Mania. You're going to dethrone her. It's you know, they could do it. I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm going with Rousey on that one. Now, do we want to jump into Rumble discussion, or do we want to hit the other two? Let's save the Rumble for WWE. Okay, so then we'll go into Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship.
2: I'm going to say,
1: this one I am excited about, because I think that these two, with as talent as they are, I think they're going to make this match the best out of the bunch. So, but Daniel Bryan is winning, um... I am loving just like Mr. Fitness. I am loving this new Daniel Bryan character. I love that he called himself what the Planet's Champion or something like that. Just, mm-hmm. just when you think he's 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 peaked in terms of just you know how far he's going to go with his uh, his character, and then he brings up this phrase, "The Planet's Champion." I'm the Planet's voice. I'm just like. This guy is. Just, if he's coming up with this stuff, he is a genius. And Vince needs to make sure that no writer ever gets in his way, because this stuff is just gold.
2: Yeah, I mean, total. It's amazing that you can make just like this liberal heel work so well. But he really is, and it's just so awesome. I am enjoying it just as much as Corey is. Um, I really, yeah, I am going to go with Daniel Bryan as well, and I am just curious who, where he goes for Mania at this point, um, and where AJ Style uh, AJ Styles goes as well, um, because I do believe this feud probably should wrap up after Rumble with a Daniel Bryan win, so Daniel can go to a new challenger, and maybe AJ could have a a really good five star match with someone he hasn't uh, grappled with at Mania would be kind of fun, but that's that's my pick is yeah. Brian.
0: The only room. Yeah, I'm going with Daniel Bryan as well. I don't think you can take the belt off of him at this point. He's running. When he called Vince McMahon a baby boomer who won't re- release the throne, that was yeah. just amazing. <laughs> I'm ready for yeah, Daniel Bryan to keep going, seeing what he could do. Um, AJ Styles is a better chaser sometimes, yeah. You know, depending on what he's doing for the title. Um, the only rumor that I know that's come up so far is Styles and Orton for Mania. And I know in some interviews, Styles has said that's one Mania match he's always wanted. You know, all of these old older wrestlers and all these people have always said Orton is who they want to fight. You know, if I could come back and fight anybody in WWE, it'd be Orton. So, um, I think the two of them. I mean, just for the idea of doing a you know a 450 splash into an RKO because you know oh, that's yeah. the spot they're going to oh, do yeah. at Mania. I mean, if they can if they pull that spot off, that's the Mania moment. You know, I mean, there I'd actually another be excited for that
2: because that you have a lot of history there too. They were both doing their thing at the same time in their in their lives. You know. Orton was kind of running the show in that uh, time period in the WWE run, and he was doing his thing on the indies in TNA. So, I mean, if they uh, wanted to really build a good story there, if they really could based on the history of that match and those two guys fighting each other. So that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully hopefully they do. I mean, if, if they do it, hopefully they really put the time into it. But, yeah, I don't see AJ Styles getting the title back right now. And then we got Brock Lesnar versus Finn Balor for the Universal Championship. Finn's getting his rematch. Where are we going with that? Go ahead, Corey.
1: Okay, first off, uh, I'm going with uh, Brock Lesnar. But I also want to get my half point because apparently we're making up points here. Uh, I'm getting my half point for also predicting that Finn Balor is not using the Demon character. So give me my one and a half points. Uh, because clearly Brock Lesnar is going to be champion going into WrestleMania, because that is exactly what the WWE Universe wants, and that's what Vince wants, and that's what we're going to get.
0: That is not what the WWE I
1: Universe
2: am going <laughs> out on a limb, and I am predicting that Finn Balor is going to walk out of the Royal Rumble with the Universal title as the Demon. I don't need any half points.
1: So, so then does he lose one and a half points? What?
0: We'll figure that out when it happens. Okay. We'll figure something. Well, out. if, we'll find if we're giving half to points, sure. then you start
1: taking half points away too. I'm gonna win this show. Okay, I'm just saying you I'm gonna wait. win this, not losing this time.
0: I'm, um, I'm going with Lesnar, and I'm not worried about half points. I just feel that's just where they're going at this point. I don't think them pulling Braun. With the idea of them, just my my heart wants to go with Balor, but my brain is going to. Stick with gra- the, hey, you know what? I had a great. So dinner last night,
2: I'm going with my heart there, and I'm going with my heart in this pick. So that's that's the way I, that's the way I'm doing it. There I've been you keep go. It cheesy really? All the way through.
0: You're, you're... And if if you need me to pull that out as a sound bite, no, let me oh, no, in. no, no, keep it, in. no, no, no. <laughs> keep it in there. <laughs> no, I don't care. No, keep, let keep them it. Judge me. Well, no, but. I can pull it as a smaller one, and you can could, send it out privately. Private, you know, we can share it out. We can put it together, and we can put together an oh, actual nice awesome. graphic of that'd you really coming cool. out of a cake. <laughs> really, really. I eat, are, are, I, eat, I
2: eat enough cake, so you don't need to really mess around too much with the graphics.
0: So, so or, yeah. or a Twinkie, just to you know, get Mr. Fitness. What is going covered. on
1: here? What are we talking about? This is a wrestling podcast. What are we talking about? Dating and cakes? Goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about love, you know. We're I'm talking about, about to bring love. I'm Mr. Fitness back in here because it's getting ridiculous. Okay? No. No, no. Nobody wants that. So we want to do the men's or the women? Let's do the men's. I feel like we'll have more to talk about with the women. The men's rumble. Who do we think's winning? Ooh. I'm, this is the first time in
1: quite a few years that as I'm making this prediction, I'm not 100% certain. Like, you
0: know. Yeah, but there's – there's three
1: people that it's going to be. Yeah,
0: yeah. so, it's so which
1: one? I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Um, I, I think right now we need to get a face of the company, and to me, it's as much as I like someone like you know Drew McIntyre, which I think would be a great winner. I think he's going to be a later on in the year person, maybe like a Money in the Bank winner or something like that. So, uh, Seth Rollins right now, he's he's been the guy he really has been even before Roman and his uh the leukemia thing I mean he's just been the guy that's been delivering and I think he got a roll with it at this point and especially to um for Brock Lesnar if if you want to get a potentially a five-star match Brock Lesnar has got to fight a guy that's a worker and no better worker than right right now than Seth Rollins
2: I am going to go with Drew McIntyre. I absolutely think that his time is now. I think you could put him in any matchup. I think you could put him against Lesnar. You could put him against Balor. You could put him against even Daniel Bryan. I don't really care. uh, I just think Drew McIntyre's time is now, and it's the best time uh, to give him the Rumble, and the fact of the matter is, we haven't had a heel win the Rumble I think in maybe one year or two, so that's uh that'd be the other reason why I'm leaning towards and picking Drew McIntyre to win the Rumble.
0: And I'm gonna keep it keep everybody guessing here and I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman. I feel like that's why they pulled him out of this. They pulled him out of the main event or pulled him out of the match with Brock because they're gonna give him a win at the Rumble so they could do Brock and Braun at the Rumble and let that Braun mania. do his thing. So I have a God Ed that's mania. awful. I think that's it's gonna awful. be Brock and Braun at Oh, and, oh I, I'm I aware it's awful, and I'm not happy to have to pick this, but I feel like that's just the route it's still going to go. Vince McMahon's still running the show, and that's, I think that's going to be know, his thing. M- maybe, maybe he really Mcintyre, wants him those... Monday
2: Night War, because that's exactly what he's going to get. Is Because that's the kind of crap that's going to get AWA more and more popular, is this kind of garbage.
0: Yeah, hey, when it happens oh. and... Christmas I'm actually just show. excited over the fact <laughs> we
1: all have different predictions, so it makes it more fun to watch the Rumble now.
0: Now I imagine that those are the final three. That'll
1: even be more exciting because I'll be at Ed's house watching this, so it's like him and I would probably be on the edge of our seats, and then, you know, heck, we could probably even Skype you and then we'll all be uh <laughs> trash talking each other. I'm down.
0: Because I figured I figured the final four is those three and probably. Hold on. No, stop it. Or Stop Bobby it. Lashley. You're not getting it right. Who's your final four?
1: <sighs> okay. Well, then I guess we're going to go right into the the surprise entries. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. He had
0: to. He had to Bray say Bray Wyatt. Wyatt.
1: Yes, I am. Because he's going to be in the Rumble. He's going to be in shape. He's going to be fit. Yeah, I watched the internet. I saw, what the, I saw the picture. Yeah, he's going to be in the final four. Yeah, of course he's not going to win, but he's going to be in the final four.
0: Now... The other surprise entrance, you know, is just, you're going to bring up surprise entrance here. Do you think we see yes, Kevin I Owens or Sami Zayn? I
1: think both. No, of them. I think no. both. Do you think neither they're one. one and two? That would be hilarious. But you don't think neither we'll see one, one? Of them will be there? I'm going to go one step further. There's, we're going to have um, former Impact wrestler Abyss in the Rumble.
2: I, I've heard that rumor circulating that he did. Wrap up his time with TNA and he might be finally ready to sign with WWE, so you very well could see Abyss show up. That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. Who do you think from NXT? I think Velda Dream
2: may not get called up, but I think he's going to have a part in the Rumble and I think the place is going to go bananas.
1: Oh, I, I think he will have a part in the Rumble cuz the, the way what they're I mean. building this he will up. Have a part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, he'll he'll be an entry in the Rumble cuz uh the way they're kind of building it up cuz I'm starting to see him do like tweets about like he's really trying to say, you know, I'm not fighting until, you know, P- you know, Vince recognizes my worth or whatever he said. So, I think this is this is a uh planned, you know, tweet or whatever he did and yeah. I mean, can you imagine the crowd when Velveteen Dream comes out? That'd
0: be huge. Yeah, I think Velveteen Dream, and I think we'll nice. get Ricochet. I don't think it'll be a call-up, but I believe he'll be, because his athleticism, they'll throw him in the Rumble, and he'll do some crazy Kofi Kingston crap and be able to really uh, wow some people, and I think it'll be a good showing for him, but I think Ricochet will be in the Rumble. I think the last so NXT
2: person I think that will show up uh, is Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole, may, again, not a call-up, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Adam Cole in the Royal Rumble.
1: Alright. So now let's go to one that might be unlikely, but can you give me a prediction of a past wrestler or legend? Ooh,
2: that's a hard one.
1: Let's let's think.
0: Could wow. we see a past legend or wrestler? Gold dust wearing an AEW shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
2: There that's that that's mine. That's mine.
0: Man. That's no, it? I
2: uh I, I think The only person that um, would be a nice uh, little surprise, I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. I know everybody keeps telling the universe and the internet that's not possible, but if Kenny Omega, for some crazy reason, shows up at the Royal Rumble, I will probably throw pizza in Corey's face.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm not going to Ed's now. (laughs) I'm going to watch at home.
0: I I really think WWE should should have or should throw like just they should throw a million bucks at Kenny Omega and say hey just come be in the Rumble right yeah like just throw money at him just to put him in the Rumble right he doesn't have to you 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 don't have to sign a contract you don't have to do anything just come be in the Royal Rumble you can be in it for forty five minutes you can start at number two or three you can run the gamut you're not gonna win because you won't sign a contract. You know, and then say, "Hey, just give him a giant payday. Give him a Brock Lesnar payday to be in the Rumble, just to do it. Right. You know, just to have fun. Yeah. Like that would just be that would just be ridiculous. It would be.
1: All right, I want to give my crazy legend thought. I want this to happen, but I know it's probably very unlikely. But I'm going to go with Ric Flair." Because by God, that man is crazy enough to step into the ring again. Because retirements mean mean nothing anymore. Shawn Michaels just proved it. So let him step into the ring. I don't care if he gets eliminated in three seconds. But let him step into the ring, do his woo, take his own bump. Because you know that's what he'll do. He'll take his own bump, and then he gets eliminated. It'd be like nineteen ninety. What was it ninety two? It'd be like nineteen ninety two all over again. Except he doesn't last over an hour.
0: Ironic. Do you think we see The Undertaker? No.
1: No. No, I, I think he's done. I really don't think they're going to do a WrestleMania match.
2: There was an article, I know, that was my 2019 prediction that he was going to be done, and there was an article that came out uh, on 411 Mania that said that sources say they have nothing planned for him as of right now at WrestleMania.
1: And they shouldn't. There's, it's. It's just, it's you're just it's like a broken record just stop playing it right now he's he's getting older he's start, he's becoming more and more limited and there's no streak there he's already lost twice who do you put over at this point yeah unless, unless you're gonna put over unless you're putting over Bray Wyatt which I know he's not no but that's I mean, the only way I'm gonna accept it is if you put over Bray Wyatt the way you should have years ago
2: I think uh the way it, it ended you know last year with that quick little Cena Uh, Match, Uh, I thought it was very nice. You know, like, it it was a lot better than the year previous where I was in the arena and grown men were crying about seeing The Undertaker basically get retired. Um, So, I mean, a lot more of a joyful ending last year at New, uh, New Orleans. So, yeah, put him in the Hall of Fame this year, call it a career, and let's celebrate everything we had with The Undertaker. That's what I say.
0: All right. And then we have the women's Royal Rumble match. Where we we all go in the same route with this one?
2: <laughs> yeah, and I and I'm a little upset. I I I mean, it's kind of like a Tom Brady effect. Like Charlotte's amazing. I know she's a legend. She's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It's just kind of sad that it's so easily going to be her. Like, there's no doubt she's winning this. None. I'd be shocked if she didn't win.
1: No, you know what? I am okay with the Tom Brady effect because let's face the facts. You know, somebody's got to be a dominant one in every sport. Michael Jordan won a ton of championships. Nobody was getting upset about him. So you know what? No, Charlotte, you are winning. Why? Because you're that good. So I'm rooting for you. Yeah, win the rubble. Yeah, go to WrestleMania. You know, kick, kick Ronda Rousey's butt. That's what I'm going with. Go Patriots. <laughs> oh, <man>. Wow. <laughs> I'm went a whole other way. Wow. I'm
0: going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go out on a wild card. Okay. And this, this one's hard for me to say, but I can see it. I'm going with Nia Jax. Wow. I cannot oh, believe whoa. it. Wait a minute. I wait a cannot wait a minute. believe I, it, bro. i got to
1: put that out. Wait but He's got to say it one more time. Who's your prediction?
0: Nia Jax. Bye. I don't want to see it. By God, the you world to, is you ending. You have to explain.
2: You have to explain your well, logic.
0: I just I – feel, I feel like because they seem to be heading towards this – if they're going to do a triple threat with Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda, that's a whole other little thing. So unless they do some kind of goofy – unless Becky finds her way in the Rumble, like if she loses and shows up in the Rumble, her and Charlotte do some double spill and their double elimination and they both win, how are you going to get everybody together? So there's got to be some kind of shenanigans in there. So realistically, I feel like Ronda and Charlotte and Becky are their own thing. So I feel like the Rumble is going to be its own thing. So who else is going to win the Rumble? If you pull out Becky and Charlotte, who else is going to win? Nia Jax. You know, I mean, unless they're going to surprise someone... So I mean, I really feel like they're going to be Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda are their own thing. That's just set in that that they'll figure that out. That'll that'll figure itself out. So you're stuck with Nia's going to win. I think that she's their monster. She's what they're going to do, and she's going to win.
1: By God, if, if if that ends up happening, I'm going to you know what? I'm going to go find Mr. Fitness and I'll make him eat a deep fried Twinkie if that result happens. If that I'm happens, sure you...
2: you can throw pizza in my face, Corey.
0: <laughs> Make sure you record all of those things if they happen. We'll put them up on the one, two, three, yes wrestling uh YouTube page. There you it's go. Sparse of content. So we'll oh. have to figure something out with that. Um, do we think who who out of the women could be a surprise entrance? Who could they bring out that would be surprising?
2: I've heard that Melina could also oh. be a surprise entrance, but also um uh, a Chicago favorite, Victoria, she's kind of doing her farewell tour. She said she's going to be uh, wrapping up her wrestling career this year, so I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up for a, a final run.
0: Yeah, but the two of them have never shown up or been talked about or shown for whatever reason during can I, this entire thing.
1: Can I go with just an off-the-wall crazy one just because I want to get listeners stirred up because Lord knows fans get stirred up. AJ. Wow. AJ.
2: That's that's going off on a limb, Corey.
1: AJ. I'm going on a limb. It's a it's a ridiculous limb. There's no logic to so it. So if, you know if you're if you're going
2: if you're going that hard, then why aren't you saying Punk is gonna be in the rumble?
1: Because Lord knows Punk is not coming back to
0: WWE. <laughs>
2: but his wife will. That makes a lot of sense.
0: I was about to say I, I think we got a better chance of Mae Young showing up at the <laughs> Royal Rumble that we do that Hey, May man. Oh man. May Young ba oh If there was well, anybody could... who's gonna come back from the grave, <laughs> it would be Mae Young.
2: We certainly My... bring her up a lot on this podcast and we shared that. You got
1: you know, a weird, weird obsession length. with her, man. I I heard about what you were
0: watching the other day, you know, and I was watching the 2000 Royal Rumble. It is not my fault that she came out and flashed everybody, and the WWE Network put out giant censor. You saw those censor bars, man. They were as big as the screen. Yes, I did. That's awesome they and, did and,
2: that. Too bad they didn't do it li- live. And,
1: and listeners, understand. He purposely watched that show, and he took time to watch that part and take a screenshot
0: and send it to add in myself. Well, I didn't, in mind, know, I didn't know their accessibility and finding content to turn themselves into men. So I needed to make sure that they had something to work with. And, and listeners for the record, you got to understand
1: I'm a teacher. And a lot of times I get these ridiculous messages when I'm in the middle of teaching and I was just bashing them the other day because they, my phone was blown up like crazy with random text messages because these two apparently don't have a life or a, a normal job. And, It's blowing up like crazy. I'm actually trying to help a student, and they can hear my phone vibrate because I had it on vibrate. And I actually pulled it out in front of class because I got so annoyed by it. And I followed it up with uh, telling the class, I was like, here's a life lesson. Friends don't text friends when they know they're busy. So it's like, know who your real friends are. Yeah, that's
0: right. I threw you under the bus. That's fine. I've been throwing another bus in front of your classes before. Won't be the first time, won't be the last time.
2: I just don't know who your real friends are then, Corey. Uh,
0: I don't know, but man, you guys blow up my phone, so you must be sticking around somehow. Yeah, you like it, you like it. Well, let's run through real quick just the TakeOver card for tomorrow night. That is Saturday night. We'll run through this real quick. I know we're kind of up, we're aware of NXT TakeOver, but we'll watch TakeOver, but I know we're not the biggest of the product. I don't think we're caught up no. on the weekly show. Ed, you might be.
2: Um, not as much as I would like to, but I do know uh, some of the uh, you know the build up to these matches so yeah I'm still willing to go through uh go through it with you guys. Right. Go, go All right. so real quick
0: and we'll get out of here. Predictions. So we have Matt Riddle versus Cassius Ono.
2: King of the bros, Matt Riddle. He's doing a great job in NXT so far. Um, he has a great gimmick uh, A great theme song If you haven't listened to his uh, Just a stoner Bro-tastic Perfect CFO uh, dollar signs Theme song It fits him perfectly um, He's definitely going to come out with a win And here this is his first feud Cassius Ono, um, Chris Hero He's done a great job But he's, he's definitely becoming kind of an enhancement talent Down in NXT Which is fine He's definitely a wily old veteran So Matt Riddle dude pay attention to this guy
1: yep yep i'm gonna agree matt Rodel. i got to see him at black label pro crown point uh kind of he stood definitely stood out to me so matt
0: riddle yeah I, i mean you just figured he's gonna win like i said it's his first big feud i'm still waiting for like i said i've really only seen just flourishes i haven't looked back through any of his catalog still waiting to really be wowed but i'm hoping this will be the match. You know, really step them up. But I'm excited for that. Then we have the Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders for the Tag Team Championship.
2: Uh, Undisputed Era is definitely going to, I think, uh, still carry the banner. The only reason I would suspect uh, if they lose is that if they're going to be calling up the Undisputed Era soon. But I almost want them to stay in NXT because they just do so well down there together. But um, yeah, I still am going with Undisputed Era for the win there.
1: Uh, I'm going to go the opposite and it's, it's for what Ed was just hinting at. I I think it's time to, uh, uh, bring up the undisputed era. I know a lot of times, a lot of these kind of moves happen after WrestleMania, but I, you know, for the momentum they got and they've had a great run, I agree with that on that. Um, so I'm gonna go
0: with, uh, War Raiders. I'm going to go with War Raiders as well. I just think it's time they've, War Raiders are big and I just feel like they're, going to go over. Um, then we got Ricochet versus Gargano for the North American Championship.
2: Um, I think uh, that Ricochet will retain. I think it'll be one of the best matches of the year, and there will be a lot of false finishes.
1: Isn't like that what NXT's all about? It's like they always have a ton of false finishes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Ricochet. I think his title run
0: is, is not over yet, so they're going to keep pushing this through for a while so ricochet i'm going with gargano i've you know this this will be a spoiler coming up for the rest of it but i feel like they're ending that night with diy with both belts so i think gargano is going to win the belt i think ricochet being in the rumble is going to be his consolation prize there you know you, you lose the title the night before but you'll be in the rumble um i, I just feel like Gargano's doing his some good work he's kind of the nxt daniel Bryan, really kind of bringing it to the next level, and I think they're going to put some gold around his waist. Then we got uh, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Uh,
2: this one's hard, but uh, Bianca Belair, I think, is going to go over only because her build has been very strong. She's been building over the last year. Um, very good on the microphone, very good in the ring. She is undefeated, um, as is you know, Baszler's only got, I think, one loss. So I think it might be time for Baszler to be uh in the call up scene soon So I'm going with Bianca Belair
1: uh, And I'll admit I'm not as familiar w- With the ladies at NXT so. But with Ed's logic With the whole undefeated and everything I'm going to go with his prediction
0: as well Alright And I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler I feel, I feel like it'll probably be a shenanigans thing Belair will probably win by disqualification But Baszler will win with the belt So realistically, I probably should vote for Belair as well. But I don't think she's walking away with the belt. But she'll probably walk away with the win. But Baszler will be the ultimate. I'm going with Baszler. She's going to leave with the belt. I don't care about the shenanigans. And then the main event, Alistair Black versus Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso
2: Ciampa all day, every day. He is one heck of a heel champ. This guy just knows how to do it.
0: I...
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I'm actually ready for Tommaso Ciampa to go up to WWE, but I I just don't think it's time yet, so i got to go with Tommaso
0: Ciampa, but I only say that with a little bit of like,
1: uh,
0: I'm ready for a WWE run. I'm ready. I mean, I agree. I think he's winning. Like like I said before, I think Argano and Ciampa are ending that show holding belts up over their head. Um, I just... I'd like to see him in WWE and see what he could do. I just don't know where you put him at this exact moment or what you do with him that makes it worth his time. Um, putting him up on the main roster right now, I think would just bury him. Um, so unless they really are committed to really like bringing him in as like a someone who could challenge. Now, if you if you Rollins wins the Rumble and he shows up, beats Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania the night after he shows up, and Tommaso Ciampa shows up as his like first challenge and you really let them go at it that that's how you bring Tommaso Ciampa in and you let him show up and attack the champ and you know I mean that's how you introduce somebody and really have him create an impact and you do something like that I'd be down but if you're just going to bring them up like they're doing with EC3 or the you know Heavy Machinery or any of these people who are just kind of showing up just to be there I don't want to see that for Tommaso Ciampa. But I'm going with Ciampa winning. I don't see Aleister Black getting that belt back. If anything, he's the one heading up to the main roster over Ciampa.
1: Okay. Well, Jim Rats, Mr. Fitness is back because you know what? It's about time I shut this guy up. These guys clearly don't know what time it is. It's time to close the show. You've been going on too long. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is one, two, three, yes. Wrestling. Episode thirteen. Do I care? No. So if you want to listen to us, if you really want to take a chance, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, Hootify. I don't care. If you want to complain to them because they talk too much, go to one two three yes wrestling at gmail dot com. I'm sure Chris will actually listen. Maybe he'll even give you a shout out. So ladies and gentlemen, this is Chris, this is Ed, that's Corey. They're not going to say goodbye. I'm going to close it off for them. This is too long. So ladies and gentlemen, don't sit, just stay fit. We'll see you next week.